0: Hello and welcome back everyone. I am Shard with Mind, Body and & Fitness and you're listening to Coaching the Mind & Body, a podcast designed and destined to set a new standard in health and wellness. A podcast made to change and improve the mind and bodies of each individual that listens and with your help will eventually impact the world for the next generation. I need you guys because I can't change the world by myself. But you can't help me if you're not making the decision to improve yourself and your life. On an aircraft or a boat or whatever, they recommend saving yourself before saving others. Guys, I just deployed the life jackets. Strap up and lace up and make the decision to be better. So then you can turn around and help others. Now I get it. If you're an adult living in the real world, you're probably making tough decisions every day, but trust me when I say there's no decision more important than your health. Also understand that avoiding a decision is in fact a decision. Now I have a special guest, not only because she's my client and a well-renowned news reporter, but she's another example of someone who've made their health a priority and sacrificed and achieved their goals. She's not done yet, but it brings me with great pleasure to introduce Amanda Deuce. Amanda, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing great, Brashard. How are you?
0: I'm fantastic. I'm 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 feeling great. I'm excited to do this interview with you. Uh please, real quick, uh, I did share a little bit about what you do, but tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Sure. Well, um, I live in College Park. I'm married to my wonderful husband, Bob. I'm 50, how old am I now? 56 years old. What? What? Oh, thank you for that. Bless you. Uh, And I love working out with you, Bruchard, three mornings a week in your, um, I guess you call it like a small group. Workout, right? Is that yep. what you call it? Yep.
0: small group training?
1: Small group training—it's fabulous. I've been with you, I think it'll be a year in December.
0: Man, time, how time flies! It doesn't feel like a yeah. year.
1: I know, it's crazy.
0: It is crazy. Um,
1: and then I'm so I'm a TV news reporter. I've been doing it for over thirty years. It was what I always dreamed of doing when I was in the fourth grade. I told my family I. I want to be a TV news reporter. Oh, wow! And I've worked, I've worked at WESH here in Orlando for about 25 years.
0: Awesome, man. That, that is awesome. You knew what you wanted to do and you went and got it. And you've been,
1: and, and
0: man, and I was just watching you, you know, covering the hurricane and you were down there, uh, you know, just helping everyone share that information, but yeah, you're a rock star.
1: Oh, thank you, Bruchard. I appreciate that. I love what I do. I'm a storyteller at heart, which is really what a journalist is. Yeah. Um, But it's, it's rewarding when we get to do stories that actually help people and make a difference. And I feel blessed that I get to do it.
0: Nice. I like it. When you love what you do, you know, it's never, you know, it's not like you're working, you know, it's not, yeah, that's, that's awesome. I love watching you on TV and then watch you walk in the gym and, you know, time to work out. (laughs) (laughs)
1: well i Um, appreciate that
0: so tell me um you've been at college park for almost a year now and you know you've been doing this small group training what are your what are your thoughts on it and maybe compared to i don't know if you worked out by yourself beforehand if you tried that
1: yeah you know i've done the gamut i mean i've done uh trying to work out by myself at home with the p90x tapes
0: oh awesome yep i remember those
1: Yeah, I think everybody tried those at one point. Um, And prior to coming to College Park Fitness, I was a member of a bar studio in Winter Park, and that's bar Mm B-A-R-R-E, which is a wonderful workout. It's sort of a combination of Pilates and biometrics and yoga. Um, And I loved that. But the challenge for me, Brichard, was... uh, I got married three years ago. I have kind of a cool story of um, meeting the love of my life much later in life. So I was single most of my life. And then when I got married, I just found I had a smaller window to fit in my workouts and going to the bar classes, you know, between driving there and doing the class was like almost an hour 45, two hour commitment. Yeah. So that led me to College Park Fitness because I thought, you know, I need something that where I get strength training, a lot of bang for my buck. Mm -hmm. Um, I know it's very important to keep my core strong. And I was familiar with Ben Graves, the owner of College Park Fitness, because over the years I had interviewed him for different stories involving health and fitness. And so I just reached out to him and I said, Ben, I need somewhere really close to my house to get in a good workout. Can I talk to you about possibly coming to your gym? And that's how I ended up in your class for sure. I thought that that was going to be the best option for me. And it's been fabulous. It works so well to just three mornings a week for a half hour from 730 to eight. You work us hard, Um, but it just works with my lifestyle. And I feel like I get a lot of bang for my buck
0: no yes you you said a lot of great things and just understanding like you are busier you have you know people in your life and definitely congratulations on that whole meeting to love your life getting (laughs) married and I know you guys are now building a house together so just congratulations all around and everything you got
1: great
0: course. um yeah but no but what you said is definitely you know planning and under well understanding your lifestyle is very important you know if you have kids or if you work full-time if you're you know whatever you got going on taking care of family is definitely very important and yeah a lot of the times just a commute to the gym would be the bulk of your time you know not even the working out part is just trying to get to and from the gym so definitely making sure you're planning ahead and understanding, you know, what can help you maximize your time is great. And yeah, keeping your core is very important, you know, especially for you, you know, you're standing all the time and um, you're on the move. So posture is very important. I mean, posture is important for everyone, but, you know, especially just you're on your feet and, you know, posture can affect you from head to toe. And the fact that you've been focusing and working on those areas, you know, I'm pretty sure that is- just, you know, making work that much easier for you.
1: Well, and, and that's such a good point, Brashard, because the, the truth is, um, as a field reporter, I, I'm the one who goes out to cover the news where it happens. Yeah. So pretty much eight hours a day, five days a week, I'm in a news vehicle. And much in that time, I'm in a seated position in a bucket seat, hunched over a laptop, mm-hmm. you know, doing all my research, doing all my writing. And in the past 10 years, I really have developed a lot of like neck and shoulder pain, lower back pain. And I've seen chiropractors, massage therapists, mm-hmm. osteopaths, you name it. And pretty much what every one of them says is, well, as long as you spend eight hours a day working in the bucket seat of a car, <laughs> you know, we can only help you so much, so much. Yeah. Which I, but the, the fun thing is by doing my workouts with you. And working on the core strength, um, I think it it does help a lot. It it helps sort of counteract the poor posture that I'm forced to have at work a lot of days.
0: Yes, no, it definitely, it definitely does. Um I mean, one, everyone just needs to be mindful of their posture, you know, try to take a look in the mirror and see, you know, what it's like, you know, working on a computer at a desk is hard enough. So I can only imagine trying to work in a, in a bucket seat of a van with your laptop, you know, you know, that's a whole nother level. So, I mean, you know, chiropractor, all those things are great and they're amazing, but those are, I would, those are additions, you know, those aren't Mm -hmm you know, those aren't the main ingredient of what you need to be doing to take care of yourself. Like you in the gym and we're practicing, we're not just lifting, we're lifting with good form. And we're talking about good form Um, from picking to bending, to pushing, to pulling. uh, We're helping connect all those pieces. And yeah, overall that carries to your daily life, but that's still up to you to, you know, try to, you know shoulders back or trying to you know um do the de- necessary things to keep your posture strong and but you're you're well, doing I, it
1: and richard what i love about you is even though i'm in a group class um i feel like i get so much great individual instruction from you like early on when i first started i struggled a little with some of the squats and lunges just yeah. you know aching knees and you just sort of gently suggested you might want to get some new workout shoes. And yeah. and oh, and you told me, you said, next, next set of um, squats, take your shoes off and just do it in your socks and see if it makes a difference. And it made a huge difference. And exactly. so then I got new workout shoes and it fixed the problem. So that's one of the things I love about our training, too, is I get your personal expertise this morning, I told you my knee was hurting and you said, okay, this weekend, I'm going to look up some stuff for you. Yeah. I love that.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, it's a, it's a team effort and, you know, and that's what technically I'm there for as a personal trainer or someone who is up to part needs to be able to like see these things. And really, sometimes it really comes down to very small adjustments, like people, um, shoes are very important i I like to say shoes are like tires for your feet, you know I and you have that. and you have to and you have to change those tires <laughs> you know you have to change those shoes and you have to be aware that you know oh i'm on my feet I'm on my feet eight, eight hours a day I'm walking thousands of of you know i'm walking thousands of steps uh every day you you have to understand that every Everything that you do, your body is adjusting to it. So if your shoes are, are, if you have imbalances in your shoes, you know, that's going to cause imbalances in how imbalances in your joints and muscles and how your body responds to to what you're doing. So now a normal squat, which is usually easy for you. Now you're starting to wonder like, why is my knee, why am I having knee pains or why am I feeling like this or like that? So small things are just understanding your, your feet, you know, understanding, you know, I need shoes with, I'm, you know, you might need shoes with, uh, with a lot of arch or a little bit of support or, you know, so you, you know, that's small things to understand, but that's just, how it is on the, on the long road to being your best, you know, healthy and physical self. So yeah. no, I'm, I'm happy that, you know, <laughs> that it helps and, you know um, yeah. And I, I'm happy that you, that you're, that you communicate all this and you like, let me know. And, you know, so yeah, you know, it's, it's, that's how we in a tandem work together to, for that common goal. That's
1: awesome!
0: I love it. Yeah. Uh, so, tell us, what were your initial goals when you started?
1: I wanted to tone up some, build some muscle strength, and very much wanted to lose some weight. Uh, I was sort of the classic newlywed who went from being single and and mm-hmm. not you know, eating a full dinner every night or doing a ton of cooking, because it's not mm-hmm. a lot of fun to cook just for yourself Yeah, to suddenly being married. And every night I'm having a ball cooking these amazing dinners for my husband. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we'd love to debrief from our day having a glass of wine together and that was fine in the beginning, but before I knew it, about two and a half, three years in, I looked at the scale and I said, uh-oh, <laughs> this is not good. Yeah, I... I, uh, I was up quite a bit and I was getting, it was getting to the point I was only wearing about a third of my wardrobe and I just knew like, okay, I got to do fine. something about this. So the first step was in December when I came to, to you and to College Park fit- Fitness. That was the first step.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I man, you know, as time's already moving fast. So especially with so with, with that with that partner and you know, all the fun, food, food gets better, you know, and there's <laughs> and there's a million more excuses to eat and enjoy yourself and uh, you know and uh yeah, you know, what's a better way to enjoy each other's company than over some food and drinks? Wow. you know so yeah of course you know I, I definitely get it and you know and that's also part of life you know um just trying to just trying to you know balance between trying to enjoy ourselves and with being our best selves at the same time
1: yep amen to that
0: yeah tell us uh tell us about the progress you've made
1: well, um, I definitely, in terms of my first two goals, toning up and increasing muscle strength, have seen so much progress with that. I mean, when we first started, Richard, for a lot of the exercises, I was using the five and ten pound dumbbells. Yeah. But now, pretty regularly for the chest presses and flies and all those fun things, I'm you know up quite a bit to the fifteen pound, even the seventeen point five. You have me doing assisted pull ups, which never ever. Did I want to do or think I would do? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's fun. So I definitely have seen an increase in my fitness in that sense. And then, drum roll, I have lost 33 pounds.
0: Boom. Woo! <laughs>
1: and I'm down about two sizes. And just in general, my health feels so much better. I sleep better. I have more stable moods. I, um, mm-hmm. My energy is more level. And that was sort of the second phase for me. I uh, So I started working out with you in December. And then by mm-hmm. March, I was really ready to get the weight off. So through a, a friend, I learned about a program that is sort of marketed for women my age to heal the metabolism and heal mm-hmm. hormones. Mm-hmm. And really what it was, Richard, was a combination of intermittent fasting and then just really clean eating. Mm-hmm. And also a lot of education, a lot of learning, like what what foods can disrupt your hormones and what, yeah. and what should you avoid and I've committed wholeheartedly to that program and through, I would share a lot of it with you as I was doing it, which was mm-hmm. great. Cause you're, you're a certified nutritionist, right? Mm-hmm.
0: And, um, and it was funny. Cause I, you remember I was over the time, I think before I would mention about intermittent fasting and things of, things of that nature. And so <laughs> I was so happy to hear like that you found that program and you were able to, yeah get where you were trying to go what were your what were your thoughts on intermittent fasting before you before you started the program
1: um it was never something i wanted to do or thought i would do <laughs> because I was, I was a breakfast girl i love me some breakfast i
0: i, I love yeah. me some breakfast as well it's <laughs> it's it's actually growing up was literally one of my favorite meals to have just
1: really
0: there's so so much there's so much you know versatility with breakfast and you know i i love breakfast and french toast but yeah it was very funny how fast you realize you know breakfast is not breakfast (laughs) breakfast is not the first thing you you know is not as soon as you wake up you need to eat breakfast could be literally any time of day
1: absolutely and and you know learning that um you know, hundreds of years ago in more agrarian societies, th- the word breakfast came from the fact that people would get up in the morning and they wouldn't eat. They'd go out and, you know, work the farm, plow the fields, do all the chores. And then around 10 in the morning, they'd take a break and have their first meal. And it was called breaking fast. Yeah, And when I learned that, I thought, man, that makes so much sense. We don't have to eat right when we get up. And there is a benefit to letting your body have that window of not asking it to digest anything so it can do all the other important cellular repair and Mm -hmm. things it needs to do. Um, and then it's just this killer tool for weight loss. I mean, I I truly think that the intermittent fasting was probably 60 to 70% of my weight loss. And then the mm-hmm. rest was, you know, the really clean eating. Yeah. But to get back to your question, Brashard, I, so I was always a, a big breakfast eater and it wasn't necessarily unhealthy breakfast. Like I would do, you know, a half of a whole grain English muffin with some almond butter and a mm-hmm. turkey sausage and some. I did drink orange juice, which I've since learned is basically like a big sugar bomb. (laughs) Um, You know, you can have it once in a while, but you probably don't want to drink it every day. And I just thought, don't ask me to give up breakfast. I need my breakfast. It's not healthy not to eat breakfast. But the more I pursued an understanding of intermittent fasting, how it benefits the body, and then just gave it a try. I was stunned that I really was okay not having my first meal until about 11 a.m.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, at first, I mean, really, I mean, just like anything, if you're trying to start anything or you're trying to build a new habit, the first week or two are going to be tough. And, you know, that's always like a big mountain, of course, thinking of going from eating breakfast all the time and doing all these things to not doing it, man, I don't know, being hungry is not easy, you know, but very... But very quickly you realize like, oh, it's not that bad. Especially after, you know, after the first week, you're like, oh, you know, it's kind of normal. I could, you know, I could do all the things I want to do. And yeah, it's, uh, you brought, you know, I love that you brought up, um, you know, just how the lifestyle worked in the past, because that's what I do also as well. Like, you know, I like to talk about, you know, 100 years ago, this many years ago, and let's take it a step further, you know, it, it goes back to just being hunters and gatherers, you know, food wasn't, food wasn't as available as it is today. You know, food is not on every corner available 24 seven. So it was natural for, for people to go, um, long periods of time without eating. It's, it's natural. And our body is to, is our body has evolved to be able to handle that. And when you allow your body to, and when and when you're in that in that window, you're allowing your body to do so many things to repair itself, to burn the excess fat, to help you level out your hormones and, and so forth. You know, um, when you're, when you're eating, your body is pretty much focusing on that and digesting that. And if you're never giving your body a break to, to fully process, digest and filter out everything, your body's never going to be able to catch up and, you know, you know, you're just going to keep backing up and things going to keep um, adding on and fats just going to keep accumulating and excess water weight. And, you know, it's just like a, a domino effect.
1: Yep. You know. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's true, Richard. And I will say, um, you know, you were talking about it's no fun being hungry. But one of the things that surprised me was I really wasn't. I mean, I'd start to get hungry around 1030 or 11. I'd be very excited that, okay, I'm getting close to eating. But my biggest uh, weapon, if I did feel any hunger was water, I would just pound water in the morning. And I Mm -hmm. also would drink an herbal tea with lemon juice. I still do that. Yeah. But you know, that's not asking my body to really digest anything. But yeah, water was big. You know, the other thing too, Brashard, that I have um, been a little tickled by is when you lose 33 pounds, people notice and you know, everybody corners you, what are you doing? What are you doing? And when I say that I've been intermittent fasting, it's tickled me that I've had a few people in my life, their eyes light up and they say, I don't eat breakfast, so I should be good. And I'm like, well, it's a little more than just intermittent fasting. Like yeah. then when you do eat, you need to also be eating cleaner and eating healthier. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. it's part of it. I don't think intermittent fasting and I'm, you tell me because you're the expert. I don't think intermittent fasting alone can lead to no. a lot of weight loss, right?
0: No, um, it is set up to, but regardless, what you eat is important. So yeah. So for intermittent fasting, priority number one is, yes, the window of eating, you know, they might say 16 hours of not eating, eight hours of eating. Yes, that is the priority in terms of trying to do that. But what you eat when you start eating is tied for number one, if not, you know, uh, in terms of importance, you know, so if you are, if you turn around and, you know, you're eating, you know. You're eating a whole loaf of bread and you're, you're you're eating ice cream and you're (laughs) You're drinking a lot or
1: whatever. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: You know, you're not going to, you're not really going to lose, you know? Um, so that's very important to understand. So priority number one is, you know, understanding, you know, that window of not eating versus eating Mm -hmm. then understanding what can I eat? What should I continue to eat? What should I not eat? um, understanding that balance. And then number three is trying to get that workout in during your fasting period as well. Yes. To... I heard
1: you talk about that. That's important, right?
0: Yes, that is very important. So, you know, uh, a quick little, um, uh, info. So like it takes what roughly the body, you know, four to five hours to completely digest everything out the system. Um, and then once that happens, your body starts then, processing the glycogen in your body. And then after that, it starts using the excess fat storage in your body as fuel. Hmm. Um, So you are, so now you're allowing your metabolism to burn um, for an extended period of time on that excess fat. So when you combine that with a workout, now you're now you're, you're, you're putting your body in like overdrive, your, your heart rate's up, your metabolism's burning at a whole new level. And now that's letting you, you know, kind of just burn fat at a whole new like rate or pace in a sense. So, so it's definitely, you know, that's another added component. Yeah. You could, you could definitely intermittent fast. You don't necessarily have to work out during it, but to maximize, you know, you want to try and work out during that fasting period. Yeah, sure. And, but, you know, but still, it it just what you eat is very important, you know, and then understanding that, you know, just because you're intermittent fasting, you still need to eat. Don't don't, you don't want to intermittent fast and try to like, you know, try to restrict yourself as well, you know, definitely stay away from the sugars, definitely stay away from the bad carbs, you know, try to limit the alcohol, you know, late night eating. Try to limit eliminate that too. You know, try to eat lighter at night. Uh, you know, all these minor things are you know combination of things with working out during that fast. It what helps you maximize and get the best of your results.
1: Yeah, I would agree.
0: Um, so tell me, what is you're down thirty three said. Yep, thirty-three. Just, I just got to give another woo whoop to that. <laughs> you know, that is a big, you know, one pound celebrated, five pounds celebrated, thirty-three man. You know, <laughs> yes. Um, but what is your diet like now?
1: Yeah, that
0: down that you're down thirty-three. That's a question for you.
1: Yeah. Um, okay, so I still do intermittent fasting, but my window to eat is um. 10 hours instead of eight. So when I was in sort of the weight loss healing phase of my program, my window to eat was only eight hours. Mm -hmm. And now I've expanded it to 10. Nice. And in terms of what I eat, I still eat pretty clean. Um, A typical meal for me will have um, a healthy protein, a healthy fat, tons of vegetables, Mm -hmm. and then a healthy grain. And a healthy grain would be like, brown rice or maybe um oh seeded crackers or even oatmeal sometimes i like to just make plain oatmeal that's so good for your heart yeah and then proteins pretty much i eat a lot of um chicken steak ground beef fish Mm -hmm. yeah um i have fruit but probably only once a day just Mm -hmm. because fruit's kind of high in sugar but i have a variety of fruit Mm -hmm. i eat all the vegetables and tons of them I never weigh or measure vegetables as far as I'm concerned those are unlimited yeah and I I only do one caffeinated drink a day Um, I think a a big component of the program I did was um, the impact that caffeine can have on your cortisol and how cortisol can affect your hormone regulation
0: and it could And, you know, everyone's different and everyone's, you know, sensitivity level to certain things are different as well, but, you know, caffeine and that could also trigger uh, inflammation in the body.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, before I started um, eating this way, I was having, you know, two, maybe three cups of coffee in the morning. And then I'd have that afternoon crash and I'd have another caffeinated drink. Mm -hmm. And looking back now, I'm like, I feel so much better now that I, I don't do that anymore. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's how I'm eating. And it's, it's a lot of work because we, I do a lot more food prep. We don't eat out a ton because I've just come to realize that, while well, eating out is wonderful and, it, and you, it's something you should enjoy. It, if, it has to be limited. For yeah. If you want to maintain a healthy weight and a healthy lifestyle, you just can't eat out all the time yeah so we we cook dinner you know probably five or six nights a week. Um, what else? I pack my lunch to take to work every day and um with all the healthy things and yeah, yeah. so that oh, I know what I want to say sorry richard i okay. I still will indulge, like even though i don 't one of the things I gave up during my program was gluten because I started to make a pretty clear connection that I have, I don't think I have a gluten intolerance, but I definitely have a sensitivity. And mm-hmm. and that showed up in when I was doing the program. I, the minute I would reintroduce something with gluten, I could just tell, okay, my body's reacting to this. But that said, I love pizza and I love chocolate chip cookies and I love chocolate cake. So <laughs> it's, it's the exception and not the rule. I mean, if we're at a party and there's some chocolate cake, my, I'll have my husband get a piece and I'll have two delightful bites. Or Uh, if, if we go somewhere and there's pizza, I will eat a piece or two and enjoy it. And just know like, mm -hmm. okay, tomorrow I'm back on the bandwagon.
0: The, the hilarious thing is that was literally my, where I was going next with (laughs) talking about, yeah, no, that's perfect because yeah, you know um, what I love about intermittent fasting and what it is is yeah you know it's you don't have to give up everything you're not you are yeah you know you can still enjoy the things that you some of the things that you love in life but you know it helps intermittent fasting helps you understand that you know you don't need to eat you know you don't you you know you start to understand your hunger you start to understand you know like what do you really need um at certain times but you know your body, one thing about your body is one, I will say your body is the, the, literally one of the smartest things that was ever invented. And your body, one thing your body always wants to do is your body always wants to be or stay in uh like an equilibrium. You know, it wants to stay in a, you know, in an even you know range of, you know, whether it's temperature, whether X, Y, Z. So your body's always fighting to stay at an average, you know, average pace at, as you will. Um, So, you know, one thing you have to do, no matter if you if you're doing intermittent fasting or not, is learn to have a cheat meal, or a cheat day. Or yeah. Learn to enjoy yourself. Your your body is not gonna punish you for yeah. having having an ice cream. You know, your body is not yeah. gonna punish you for having a couple slices of pizza. You know, understanding that balance will is what will allow you to indulge when you want to indulge.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's been so fun for me to see. So I reached my goal weight in late July, early August, and we had a lot of fun travel in August and September. And, you know, where we were doing a lot of eating out because we were traveling and I got real nervous thinking, Oh no, the weight's going to come back. I, Mm -hmm. you know, this isn't good. And it didn't Rashard. And it was Mm -hmm. because, um, for the most part, even eating out, I would try to stick to the principles of eating clean. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I would indulge, you know, I, and somehow it just all balanced out. And when I would get home for the tri- from the trips, I would get right back on the bandwagon. And I never was up more than a pound, which was amazing to me, because programs mm-hmm. I've done in the past, it was like, just a few days of, you know, going off plan, the mm-hmm. scale would start inching back up but that hasn't happened this time
0: no yeah like remember like so now that's fantastic and I'm glad you you got to you got to that point of being able to like see and experience that because now it's like more like liberating to be able to like do the things you want to do when you want to do it because now yeah. you know but no like so your body is literally Paying attention and tracking everything you do. So if you're so with intermittent fasting, the fact that it's not forcing you to, you know, to restrict, you know, half the food group, you know, or, you know, like keto, you're trying to block out a third of the food group. It's not asking you to do that. It's asking you to eat in a certain style, in a certain window with a certain balance. Um, so, you know, um, you know, it's just big in how it can, steer you and your metabolism and how you enjoy yourself in your meals so yeah you know um a one day of eating or whatnot is not going to definitely kill you because once you get back on your routine and your eating style your body is just going to go right back to what it was doing before you had that meal
1: yeah um, that's interesting
0: yeah uh your body's always fighting to for an equilibrium is always fighting for a balance so whether you go up your body's always going to fight to bring you back to that balance if if you dip under it it's going to try to bring you back up you know so what you'll come to realize is you know now you're only worried about you know maybe the pound or two of water weight that you might have accumulated because you know especially if you're eating out it's hard to avoid the the high salt content that's in a lot of food that you'll find when you're eating out and I, 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 man, I love eating out. I love tacos. I love doing this. I love doing that. I, mean, I love eating all the eats, drinking all the drinks, but what you, but what you will find when you do that outside is it's hard to do that and maintain a healthy and consistent lifestyle.
1: Yeah, and, I so agree.
0: And one thing I love, cause I'm a foodie and I love to eat and I, I love to eat guys, But what I come to find out is just, I can enjoy myself more if I eat at home. I could, you know, I could make it cleaner. I can, I can, you know, I could, yeah, it's just, it's just automatically going to be cleaner because you're making it at home, especially if you're, if you're, if you're smart and up to date on like oil consumption and seasoning and stuff like that. But, you know,
1: Last, last night we made a, um, Thai basil beef out of this wonderful cookbook called The Defined Dish.
0: Mm-hmm. It's very
1: it, All the recipes are very clean. And we had it over cauliflower rice. So it was basically steak and a whole bunch of vegetables and just yep. delicious seasonings, you know, gluten-free, dairy-free, all the things. And mm-hmm. I had a massive helping. And normally, if I ate that much food, I'd feel kind of like bloated yep. and sluggish after but because it was so clean I didn't I felt fine nice, that's another yeah. big epiphany about this type of eating is yeah. you can eat more and and not have that like oh why did I eat all that feel- feeling yeah
0: well the one thing to when you think of intermittent fasting I want it's, it's important to think lifestyle you know it's completely lifestyle this is this is how I'm going to eat Pretty much for the rest of my life, whether I'm fasting, you know, and like I'm, I'm at a point where I'm flexible. Some days I might fast 16 hours, some days I might fast 14 hours, some days I might, you know, but like I'm always generally keeping this style of fasting and and this balance, you know. So, uh-huh. and the great thing about it too, as well, is you could mix and match. So you could do intermittent fasting and do the Mediterranean diet, you know, and eat in that fashion. Yeah, and could,
1: yeah, too.
0: Yeah, you know, so you could definitely mix and match and yeah, enjoy life the way it should be enjoyed and just being mindful of what you're doing day to day on going out to eat and, you know, and, and if you do that, it will give you more power to do the things you want to do. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so, um, Jess, what would you, uh, if you were going to give or share three points, three tips, uh, whether it's about working out or just share a few points, whether it's about working out or whether it's about intermittent fasting, what would you share?
1: Ooh, good question. Um, okay. About working out, I would say that it doesn't have to take a ton of time. I am working out with you basically an hour and a half a week because I come three mornings for a half hour. Mm-hmm. And I really think that's enough strength training for me. Well, it's it's all I need, and then I supplement that with some walking mm-hmm. um, that I do on my own, some some fast walking. So that'd be my first tip. If if you're if you find the right trainer, the right place, it doesn't have to take a lot of time to really get in a good workout. Um, mm-hmm. Number two would be don't be scared of intermittent fasting because I thought I was the last person on earth who would ever be able to do it or want to do it. And now it's my lifestyle and I love it. And it's led me into such a free space in my life of not struggling with my weight. Mm -hmm. That'd be number two. And then um, number three, I think would be that if you are going to embrace a lifestyle of eating clean and in a way that is good for your body it is going to be a lot of work
0: mm-hmm. I mean
1: I when people say oh what have you been doing what's your secret I want to do it one of the first things I'll say to them is I'll share what I'm doing but you need to know it's work like mm-hmm. I have to meal plan I have to cook I have to pack my lunch and my days of turning to convenience food or a lot of eating out are over so yeah. i would be my but it's Beautiful. so worth it. It's so worth
0: it. Beautiful. No, all great points, you know. Um yes, getting with a whether if you can, if, especially if it's at the beginning of your journey, try to get with a trainer, try to get around some professionals that could help at least start you off on the right track and help you get a a good yeah. foundation, you know, at least. Um, And yeah, and they, and a, and a good personal trainer, a good, a good gym will help you maximize your time and your efforts. Um, Definitely. There's no, there's no way around work. Uh, If anything worth having is hard work sacrifices that will come. Uh, There's no easy way. Surgery won't help you. Um, The, the get, the get, you know, lose weight, quick schemes and all those stuff that won't help you. Um, I actually just heard one of my clients were telling me about, um, some type of shot that's for diabetics and, mm-hmm. but, and one of the side effects is losing weight. It's supposed to like cause the side effect is losing weight, but apparently non-diabetic people are trying to take it. Yeah. So it is amazing. Uh, you know, the, some of the lengths people will go to, to uh, avoid the hard work. So I agree with you right there. When people come to me as well and, you know, they're asking for advice, you know, I definitely try to let them know hard work and sacrifice are what you need to get your mind ready for. And, yeah. you, know, you know, there's no way around it. Um, there's no healthy long term solution you know other than you know facing the hard work which is working out and trying to eat clean and you know but it's a it's a one thing i like to tell people you know it's a it's an experiment it's a it's an experiment it's a practice it's something that you have to work at you're not going to get it all in one day so don't and don't be hard on yourself if one day you have a setback or one day you know you can't meal prep or you know you have to grab something quick on the street, you know yes
1: just... go ahead no it's just so worth it to 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 do the work I mean even though it takes extra time, the reward is so worth it,
0: yeah, I can't agree so one last and final question uh just do you have anything you want to say share, promote
1: oh, you know um I think the one thing I would share, Brashard, and this is sort of along the lines of what we we're, were just talking about, you know, it's hard work, but it's worth it, mm-hmm. is in the middle of my weight loss journey, I had such an epiphany um, with this one sort of mental exercise I did. We were, and this is going to resonate with you because I know you have your um, five-year fitness goal uh journal 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 that Mm -hmm. you have published which i think is so cool so -hmm. i think what i'm about to share is similar to that we were told to write a letter to our future self a year out if we did the hard work and lost the weight and you were supposed to get very descriptive and and Mm -hmm. write out how will i feel what will be different in my life what Mm -hmm. um you know what will be the benefits And then you write that same letter to yourself a year out. If you don't do the program and you don't do the hard work, what will your life look like? How will you feel? What will be Mm the cost? I have to tell you, I have saved both of those letters. And if I ever find myself lacking motivation, all I have to do is go back and read those. And I think I'm good to keep doing this. I'm good to keep packing my lunch every day. And meal planning and eating clean, because when I look at all the benefits versus if I don't dig in and do this, all the costs. Mm -hmm. It was just very eye-opening to write that down on paper. And I would assume with your five-year fitness journal, that's sort of a similar principle, right?
0: Yes, yes. Um, And thank you for bringing that up. But it's extremely important to write stuff like that down, you know? I'm pretty sure, you know, we've all had these thoughts of what will, you know, if I don't work out, what will life be like? But, you know, when you get it out and you put it on paper, you see it differently. It resonates with you differently, you know? Yeah. It is definitely important. And yeah, and with the 5-year journal which I was slowly getting ready to start sharing with you guys, but definitely in the 5-year journal, the beginning of every month you are marking down your goals from physical goals to mental goals to personal goals and so forth, you know, and being able to write that down every month it gives you the biggest insight, you know, and it helps you just understand what you what do you want? And yep. what you and what are you out here working for? Yeah,
1: and, there's and such power to that.
0: Yeah, writing, writing stuff down, whether it's just even if it's just writing what you did for the day or you're writing a to do list, those are very um impactful things that you could do to help you with your daily life and the journal is one of those things that I specifically made to help because you know a lot of people are on this journey this health and wellness journey by themselves or you know or they're you know bouncing around from different places and the journal is you know I like to say how do you know how do you know where you're going if you don't know where you've been Mm mm-hmm you know, I love that. And yeah, you know, it's important. You want to, you want to reach for the sky, but you, you don't, you don't know, you know, you don't, you don't even know you've been on planet earth. How are you going to go to the moon to, you know, how you know where you're going if you don't know where you've been. Right. So um fantastic. That's beautiful. And that's great with what you shared. Um Amanda, again, I have to just say thank you for taking the time. I know, I know you're up and down, you got a busy life, but thank you for taking time to talk with me.
1: I loved it, Richard. It is such a, a joy to to not only be your client, but um, I think at this point I can call you a friend. And
0: oh, yes, for sure.
1: I'm just so glad that God uh, led me to to work with you, and I'm super honored that I get to be on your podcast. I'm a fan. Oh,
0: likewise, and I'm I'm definitely happy that you know you definitely walked into College Park Fitness, and what I. And it's funny that you said that Uh one thing that I've definitely appreciated about being a personal trainer is definitely just all the people and the, the people that I've gotten to meet the shows, the stories I've got to share with a lot of great people, including yourself and just, you know, making those connections and seeing people hit those goals and things of that nature, like definitely just brings a lot as a appreciation and yeah enjoy as a personal trainer so thank you (laughs) thank you for appreciating you know for working hard and and for uh you know facing the storms that I bring you know and the different workouts and uh you know
1: (laughs) yeah you kicked our butt this morning that was hard (laughs) and you know what
0: and you are always welcome (laughs) <laughs> and, and it is always my pleasure that is
1: well it's good it's good i want you to push me
0: yeah you know life is about challenges and you know i love creating some new challenges in the gym so but thank you for being such a champ and working hard and conquering those goals and being open about what you want and what you want to achieve and just going out there and going to go get it
1: well thanks brashard i really appreciate you
0: so yes, yeah, so I'm looking forward to seeing you next week in the gym, right back to yes. Monday awesome. morning, be awesome. there, be
1: square.
0: Either there, be square. <laughs> so thank you and have a great weekend.
1: Okay, you too, my friend. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye. <laughs> Again, that was Amanda Dukes, the news reporter. And if you have a chance, tune in to the news to see her in action. Hope you guys got some helpful information during this podcast. There's many ways to eat, but whatever you choose, make sure it's a lifestyle and not just a short a short-term thing a diet coming up in november i'm doing my first ever nutrition course which is centered around intermittent fasting and clean eating this will be a two-month course that can be considered a practice run a practice course for the new year which will help me kick off my official six-month intermittent fasting course This interactive course will teach you the ins and outs of intermittent fasting. You will regain control over your health and lifestyle. Please, if you're looking to make changes in your life, be a better version of yourself and more, read the description below and sign up for my online course. Even if you don't wanna sign up, but you have some questions, please feel free to reach out. I'd love to help however I can. Make sure you sign. Uh, make sure you follow me on either my Facebook, Instagram, my LinkedIn, uh, which is will be provided in the description. And just make sure you keep listening to my podcast for more information. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate everyone who took the time out. I'll see you in the future.